the Movie Hour, episode 177, April 5th, 2012. The following episode may contain some spoilers and will definitely contain swearing. Thank you for listening. Ladies, gentlemen, and all you other people, welcome to our magnificent episode, the Benicio Del Toro's Neighbor to Toro Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, your host for tonight. Joining me for this epic event are my brother James and everyone's favorite panhandler, Jeff. Welcome, guys. Hello. How's it going? Hello. Jeff, <laughs> are you there? I am. I am rocking, rolling, etc. Are you panhandling? Um, you... <laughs> <laughs> not currently i mean i will be later <laughs> trying to dedicate my you know my, myself to this yeah yeah this is this is actually a very this is an amazing event really this is a once in a lifetime thing we actually have uh two people dave and jarv who we'll be introducing shortly to add to the show for a total of five people on the show at once it's never been done before in the history well, except for when we did podcasts and except for the family feud you're right except for the family feud um, which is a very uh, also a very special event. But um, before we get to them, we will be introducing them shortly. Before we get to them, the Totoro uh, title, which I just want to bring up this short story. A, a friend of the show, Andy, uh, is having their second baby. And I got them a gift earlier uh, with the movie My Neighbor Totoro, which is about a family with two sisters. And there was a lot of debate back and forth on whether it was going to be a boy or a girl. And I had mentioned that it's about two sisters, and that will probably mean they're gonna have a girl. Turns out they're having a girl. So that's I'm crazy because because uh, his best friend, who's married to her twin sister, is also having a girl. Yeah, they're due like two days apart. So hey, how cool I'm is having that? a girl. Girls. So girls. two things. Two things to take from this. Twins are weird. I'm a twin too. So twins are weird. <laughs> Second thing is uh, I can dictate the sex of your child, so keep me away from you. Greg, <laughs> I want boys, and I'm willing to give gifts. <laughs> uh, all right, sacrifice is, is what I, is my usual. Uh... What would you like me to sacrifice? <laughs> mm, so... An afternoon to hanging out with you? Let me sleep on that. <laughs> An hour a week to doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get paid for that, and you get paid well, so keep it to yourself. So, that's the first thing I'm going to bring up. Second thing, before we get to this uh, special topic of ours today, um, I ended up watching, this is not going to be a review, I ended up watching uh, two things, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World again, because I, I saw it on Blu-ray for the first time. Uh, last just time, like seeing it for the first time. Yeah, well, yeah, I saw it on DVD on my laptop, like in my bed the first time, which wasn't very fair to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I also watched, I at least began to watch Sucker Punch again on Blu-ray. And what? that i want to talk to you about that well well, let's talk about it but the the weird thing was i I pretty much it's a giant music video we've talked about this movie before i think i I reviewed it i Uh, actually watched it not that long ago and i didn't think music video i thought pornography yeah well i think they go hand in hand but anyways um it was late at night and my roommate was sleeping so i wanted to keep keep it low but i wanted to jam to it so i ended up listening to the movie on headphones through my receiver and I'm curious, has anyone else like gotten into the habit of doing that or do it often? Because it was actually pretty cool. I hadn't done that before, and I, like I've listened to my headphones on a laptop, perhaps, but listening through a receiver, even though you're still getting like stereo, it sounded very like all the sound effects react differently when you're just putting them out through left ear and right ear, and it's it's interesting. And I'm curious, have you guys ever gotten into the like into that at all? No. I've done it a few times. It is. It does sound good. Yeah, it's a it's a weird scenario, and I um I might try to do things. I might try to experience that more, especially with movies that are sound mix uh, heavy in that Have way. Have you ever just out of curiosity, a total total uh, digression here? But if you ever downloaded any like fun binaural stuff? for headphones yep. are you familiar with this it's like it's it's basically like 3d for stereo um it, it you can download uh like download like binaural uh barbershop and it's it's almost freaky and there are probably a few of them at this point so it's but, uh, stereo it's a stereo output like an input to your headphones but right it's 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 recording it's it's you don't have to have anything special just a stereo device and some headphones but it's just it tricks your brain into like right into feeling like you're just in this like crazy 3d environment and you'll get like chills up your spine if it's a good recording it's it's pretty cool 
So, um, Pearl Jam's album Binaural was yeah. recorded that way. That's why it's called that. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, like, I'm guessing they probably just do it in a way where, you know, things that are supposed to seem distant are a little fainter, but a little more, like, yeah, I can see that. You know, I mean, I, I don't, I'm, uh, I'm not a psycho. You're not an engineer. Yeah. Right. I'm not a psychoacoustic engineer, but you can do a lot of tricks with sound that, uh, that will fuck your brain into thinking that other things are happening. <laughs> that's, that's a fuck I meant trick. Yeah. It'll, uh, <laughs> it will fuck your brain to make it think something else is happening. Um, never, never, <laughs> no truer words have ever been spoken. So going just, just back on the sauce. Going, going from there. <laughs> yeah, everyone's a little tipsy today. Going from there to our topic of the day, and we've made references to this multiple times on the show, numerous times, and we are sort of bringing it to a. Uh, an end, a wrapping, a closing, perhaps, maybe some kind of ceremony today. We are talking about uh, Jim's top 250 IMDb list watch marathon, I guess you could call it. Um, he ended up um, ended up doing it with uh, Dave and Jarv. This they pretty much teamed up to watch these movies, and they'll explain more uh, in a minute here. Uh, those of you listening, if you've ever had uh, the inkling to, you know, if you're ever on IMDb, which if you're a movie watcher or movie uh, connoisseur, I'm guessing you know of the Internet Movie Database. You've been there before and use it for information. There we're are a human ratings. being in the first world. Right, yeah. If There are ratings on there, uh, user ratings, where you can star 1 through 10. They ended up watching, the based on the IMDb ratings, the top 250 movies, with a couple of uh, caveats to that, which they'll discuss. But um, I want to bring those other two people on the show, Dave and Jarv. Uh, I believe we have them here with us. Dave, are you, uh, are you listening? Are you there? I am here. All right. Awesome. Fantastic news. So we've got Dave Jarv. Are you also uh, on the line here? I'm just, this is the first time we brought so many people in the studio at once. Are you working? Yeah. I'm here. Awesome. Awesome. So, this is cool. Yeah. So <laughs> we now have, James, we have our usual hosts, Jeff and Jeff and James, and we have uh, Dave and Jarv here with us to discuss this whole top 200. That's another J list <laughs> yeah i'm telling you all my friends are jays all of them it's crazy uh so james if you, would, if you would uh <laughs> <laughs> dave you're not my friend you're my favorite friend uh but that's just an adjective <laughs> <laughs> god damn it so many english majors in this okay anyways we're getting to uh the top 250 INDB list uh james if you could explain why you guys started out on this uh venture in the first place and explain the rules too so yeah, quite some time ago, uh, Dave Jarv and myself uh, have been hanging out quite a bit and have been watching movies that we hadn't seen, kind of like Scarface and Godfathers, and we figured that we should expose ourselves to more of that. And we needed a basis for this list, so we went to IMDb, uh, took their two hundred their top 250 ranked uh, movies and went to the list and any movie that all three of us hadn't seen went onto our list. And out of the 250, that was just over 130 movies. So over half. So yeah, if one of you guys saw it, it was, it was out period. Right. Right. Exactly. And so you guys just said, you know, we watch all these good movies all the time. Guess what? Well, you figured that more good movies were the top. Yeah, just like okay, I, these people say these are good, so maybe we should check these out too. You know, so we decided to give it a try. You trusted uh, the internet. Yes, we trusted the internet. And you fucked up. You trusted it. Yeah, there was a lot that uh, I felt like we pushed through. A lot of the older movies that weren't that enjoyable. Uh, most recently, uh, like I, there was a 1928 movie about the Passion of Joan of Arc that I. It was just, it was hard to get through. I'm just was watching yeah. the clock the entire time. Like I needed to get out of class or something. Like, but uh, I was going to say, when you're going through it, are you guys just, I know a lot of these movies are older. And again, this, the list started when 2003 is when you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just shy of nine years that it took. And, um, and yeah, like, were you guys looking at it through like as an educational experience or were you just looking for entertainment the whole time? Um, a little bit of both on my part anyway. I mean, I wanted to see a lot of the older movies because I, I mean, I'm a movie lover. But my ex- What's that? So I get the pop culture reference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, so that's where we don't need no stinking badges came from. Right. Okay, I got it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of that. But I, there's just, I mean, I'm not well versed in a lot of the older movies. So even just watching some of the gen- ones that ended up being kind of generic uh, comedies, you know, like all the Cary Grant films and stuff like that. It's like, they weren't awesome when we watched them, but I enjoyed them and I'm glad that I watched them. 
But uh, yeah, there were some gems and there were some bombs too. Right. Dave, does that uh, sound right up uh, pretty much as planned? You guys wanted to see some super badass movies, so you said top 250 IMDb, let's go. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not. Uh, I'm a horror movie uh, action kind of guy, so <laughs> I figured seeing some of these older classics that everybody talks about would uh, be good and educational for me. This, was it? This was the best thing. Uh, <laughs> not, I don't know. I'd say half of them I liked. Half I wow. think are I much credit. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's amazing how many have actually fallen off the list. There's like, I think, uh, what was it? Yeah, 53 of the, the ones on our list are no longer on the top 250. So I like that the internet That's thinks crazy. that 53 better movies have come out in the last seven years. Or... Right. Wait, you said 53? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So when I first started uh, dating Dana, she checked out the list, and it was like a current version of like maybe like 06. Right. And she was making fun of us because there was like, you know, Fast and the Furious and like craziness on there. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, we're not watching those. They've already <laughs> took care of those movies. <laughs> yes. We all Welcome. took our hits there. Yes, Moulin Rouge was a good one to get rid of. I, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of those movies that are on that list now, I'm sure at least one of you have caught. And they probably, I, I don't know if you've like cross-referenced at all, but I'm curious how many of the movies, the 53 that replaced them, how many of those you've seen already? I'd be interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I did print out a new list just for my own fun but i haven't had a chance to go through it yet so i guess Probably uh, the majority of them i would uh i guess wait, wait, wait. so hold on real quickly you you started your list when in june of 03 all right so i spent a little bit of time doing a little bit of research um <laughs> june of 03 just for reference in june of 03 martha stewart and her broker were indicted for using privileged <laughs> information for obstructing uh and then obstructing a federal information also uh you may or may not remember this, but the Say It Ain't Sosa uh, incident with the corked back. Yeah, the cork. uh, that was also <laughs> in 2003. Those are the two most interesting things I could find. There were also like some horrible things that happened, but you know those were the fun ones. Except for if you're Martha Stewart or Sammy Sosa. <laughs> awesome. Must be one of them. Um, one thing I did find kind of interesting though is just because 53 slots opened up. I don't think a lot, of, I mean, I guess a lot of them would be newer ones, but I know a lot of stuff has moved within the list too. So I don't know how many of the movies are just older that just finally moved up this list. Because like I was checking and like 19 of the movies that we watched actually went up the list somewhat. The bi- the biggest being uh, City of God, which I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah, with that. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah it's a good yeah, movie. It's one up. of the few 2000 plus movies you guys had to see, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah and it moved up 87 on. spots. Right. So it's it did quite a jump. So interesting. I didn't know that's interesting. They moved that far up. I, uh, I guess the first thing I'd ask all of you guys, like what was, what was kind of the highlight? Like when you guys first started, I'm guessing you guys sort of like were rolling through these and you realized that you got into something a little too more than too much than you could handle at the time and then sort of slowed down. And it was just, we had spurts, we had spurts. Right. We would watch one a week and just do that for like a month and a half, two months. And then there are spurts where, like Dave or Jarv or both would have, you know, school, so we'd have to like call it off for a while and just not do anything for months. Yeah. So it was it was hit or miss basically. So yeah, I'll take the majority of the blame for uh, calling it <laughs> off. I, I send out a lot of emails. Oh, sorry, not tonight. Well, <laughs> well not only that, I, uh, uh, James, Dave live together, so it's a little easier for them to meet, make their make the right. Yeah. Then uh, yeah, but that was only the latter half. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Greg, don't give him any excuses. Come on. Uh, sorry. Yeah. sorry. Yeah, so, we can all agree that Jarv's a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. usually I was out to sabotage the list from the beginning by not showing up. Yeah. Uh, so I guess. My first que- my first question to all you guys would be the like what was the highlight of this thing? Was it going was it just specific movies, catching movies that you Chinatown, find? Or was it like just going through the whole thing as the experience itself, going through this list? Would you do it again? Like what what was awesome about this? Uh the highlight for me was the movies that I really knew nothing about that I ended up really liking. Like The Apartment is probably my biggest I hadn't one. heard of, didn't know the yeah. plot. The apartment, 1960, uh, Jack Lemmon film, just, okay, whatever this is. And I really enjoyed it, and it held up pretty well for its, you know, for its day and age. And 
just came out of nowhere. So it was a very pleasant surprise. So those were the the highlights. Amelie was the very same way. I had no idea what that was, and I really oh, enjoyed that. What a movie. great movie! Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Dave? Uh, Rear Window because of Grace Kelly. I don't know what happened <laughs> with that, like, but I just like, like fell in love with her. Yeah. Oh, how could you not? She's <laughs> between a lot of the her women from England, that era are attractive, but the time machine. Yeah. Sorry, Dave, go but ahead. she's just blows the rest of them out of the water. <laughs> blows the rest of those dames. Yep. <laughs> but yeah I, I just liked going through the list because there's so many i didn't realize how many like classic movies i actually hadn't seen oh yeah like this whole whole list i'm looking at it's they've been making them for like a hundred years now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah there are some old movies on this thing uh jar same question to you what was that what was the highlight of the the 250 list it doesn't have to be the movie a movie per se but no mine other than the movies, mine was just like uh, always like the moments like after the films when we'd all just sit and like critique the movies or talk <laughs> like do our own little like movie reviews because like good or bad we always had like something to say and it was like the best like the better the movie was or the worse the movie was it was we always had something to talk about <laughs> that was always really fun whichever Especially extreme movies that we hated yeah holy shit like, uh, Deus on this list yeah I got you yeah that was a good movie actually I think a big fun one for all of us pretty quick in the list was Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, yeah. How would oh, you yeah. Guys, I never, I, I didn't know anything about that movie, and it oh was my great. God. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, didn't we watch my copy? Did it oh like I own it? Just never watched it. That could very well be. I don't remember. Have you owned this movie and hadn't seen it yet? Oh, there's a couple. I I owned King Kong as well and never watched it. <laughs> and there were a couple gaffes to go along with it too. We we started watching. Yeah. What was it, Rashomon? And Jeff's like, oh, I've yep. seen this movie before. Oh. <laughs> I read the book and watched it in film class, but it was called In a Groove. So and I didn't then, uh, There was one that I hadn't seen when we created the list, but just out of me watching normal movies, I accidentally watched it, not knowing it was still on our list. I'd watched Miller's <laughs> Crossing before it was time to watch it. Nice. So, yeah. I like I like the idea that you accidentally watched a movie. It's very rare that people accidentally watch movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just what? stumbled in the room and it was on. But it turns out I got Thank you guys. I'm really sorry. I fucked up. I watched it. I didn't know what was happening. Uh, what a, I guess uh, to Dave, I'll, I'll pitch this question to you. Out of this 130 some movies or what, 153 is that what you said? Um, some movies. How many of these would you think you would have caught like in time without saying, okay, I'm gonna watch this list of movies? Like you thought you might have just caught because some like somebody close to you was watching it, or you'd have went out and caught it on your own. Uh. God, I just happened to watch these. Well, maybe, that, maybe a th- enough, like enough individual interest where you went and would have seen these. You would have seen them anyway. Yeah, like would it have been what ten percent or less? Like, or it would have been higher than that? I, I would say probably about maybe thirty percent. Okay, I'd have probably yeah. watched. Some of these are some pretty big name movies that I'm shocked, still Doctor shocked I never watched. Yeah, Doctor Strange Love, Rear Window is an old movie, but I guess I feel kind of surprised. Yeah, see, I've never seen Casablanca. I mean, how does that? Yeah. yeah, I don't know how those... China, Chinatown to me blows my mind. Chinatown, Amelie, and uh, Doctor Strange Love are the ones that's just like, how the hell? But that's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. could you guys watch them? Well, yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird, I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> famous one. All right. So. But yeah, there was a lot on there that uh, I probably would not have watched without having this list. Probably the majority. My my number probably would have been closer to like the ten or fifteen percent mark. Well, have we? Yeah, I'm looking at too. Yeah, have you done a look at how many of these are like post two thousand? Because there are. Yeah, there's not many. Like it goes from it goes from a swing where the majority of them are like somewhere between the fifties and eighties, and everything else is not even the fifties and eighties. Like fifties. Yeah, not even the fifties. Because we would get excited when there was like a nineteen seventies movie. Like, all right, French Connection. Something we might enjoy. Yeah. Uh, People I, might be I mean. There's only one from 2001, just off the list of the ones that we watched. There may have been more, but the man who wasn't there was 2001. But that might have been a re-release, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, Emily was 2001. I know that. Oh, that was Emily. Okay, that's right. Yeah. I can't believe oh. nobody had seen Mash. <laughs> I know. What's I, weird I, is what's also I had seen well, one scene in there, and that was it. Yeah, that was. There's a couple of movies where I had seen parts of like Mash, Dog Day Afternoon. Um, the searchers, like I had seen bits and pieces, but it wasn't like I could tell you about the movie or anything. Spinal tap. <laughs> this is yeah. spinal tap. Yeah. Goes to this 11. is why we felt 
compelled <laughs> to watch this list. We're like, okay, someone's got to tell us what we're doing wrong because oh. you know there's lots out there we haven't seen. With the with the good comes, I guess, the bad because you, you didn't like a lot of these, a majority of these movies. Did you? Would you say you didn't like or no? Where I actually didn't like them. Didn't like them. Um, it was less than half that I okay. actually didn't like. Well, there was a lot uh, that I just thought didn't belong on the list, but that, <laughs> I still liked them. Yeah. It seems to spark a uh, a new hatred because you talk about you openly express your hatred for 2001 a space odyssey which yeah, is that was the biggest but... letdown on the entire list because <laughs> <laughs> i had expectations for that movie all the other wow. ones that i didn't really like i didn't know much about you know right but this one like oh you know this one's a classic you know sci-fi and yeah it just fell flat james i know i'm probably not going to convince you here but i really did not like that movie the first time i saw it but the second time i saw it i liked it quite a bit more uh, although i did fast forward through uh one scene the, the second time i saw it because it just it was just way too slow for me and yeah it's i mean i like the cinematography for it and i like the musical scoring and that was about it so the the next general the premise was cool, but just the execution was horrible for me. For those listeners that might be interested in doing something like this, what would you like? What different approach or what would you change, if anything, now? Knowing what you know now, what would you change to your setup or your uh, your approach? You know, it's tough to call because I like the idea of working off a list because I'm a list lover. Um, I, I, I would love to just say, hey, you know, do it but with the more updated list but i don't know what it looks like at the moment so i don't want you you have to watch 13 twilights and stuff like that but uh i mean i liked it i I, i'm glad that i did it and if i were to give advice i'd say go ahead and try it this way yeah find find some buddies to do it with or watch it solo yeah i'm considering doing like the ones that i have I haven't seen that those two had, or one of them had. I'm considering doing that on my own. So <laughs> looks like you're watching Moulin Rouge. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sucker. I don't know. It might not be on the list anymore. <laughs> he likes musicals. I love it. I just don't yeah. like the modern musicals. I like old school. Singing in the Rain was great, except for Gabe. Uh, <laughs> Killed Dave's eyes. Yeah, he gave Dave pink eye. <laughs> Singing in the Rain gave Dave pink eye. We, we were joking. Yeah, I don't know what happened. He made dinner for Katie, and he watched the musical. So we were like, oh, you know, he turned into a woman. Oh, we called the queer eye at the time. Yeah. Hey, queer eye. Yeah, good job. Yeah, awesome. That was, that was the day I found out I had a vagina. Yeah. So, so other than the the pink eye, Dave, is there any uh, other thing you'd like to change or different approach you would take to this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of glad we went just through the list, whether we knew anything about it or not, and just watched them. Powered through it. Well, because you're going to skip over some, and like you're going to make judgments about it before you actually turn it on. Right. <clears throat> So, but yeah, the new list is uh, kind of interesting. Toward the Inception end is number fourteen. Just if that if that gives you any idea. Of... <laughs> toward the end of the list, though, there's a lot of Miyazaki movies. Yeah, you, uh, you had to watch it. On on. Uh, Nausicaa yeah. Valley of the Wind is on there. Which is weird because that's an older movie and that's not on this list at all. Or did wait? Right. What do you guys see it? Maybe when you guys saw it. Uh, it was on the old list. I yeah, because oh, that's it? an old movie. Yeah, maybe yeah, a lot of them would have been on there. Yeah, yeah. That, it does make me want to go through, though, like Jim said, and watch the ones I haven't seen. Right. It wouldn't be that hard. Yeah, so. yeah there shouldn't be that. I guess, I don't know. God. I guess it depends. I don't you know get, if I have another have eight years to get through this. You haven't already. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot easier to do it at your own pace, though, that's for sure. You don't have to coordinate and stuff. Right. Yeah, we actually started up just kind of a, a for fun movie night with some friends and... I'm like struggling with the list that I want to use. I'm thinking about like going through and using in my head what the best picture was for every year, regardless of what Oscar said type of thing. Dude, I would. I don't. don't Primer. You should watch Primer. Primer is a good one. I don't even know what that is. We've talked about it. Exactly. Um, before we go off into too much of a tangent, uh, Jarv, for again for this list, the question I posed the other two, if there were something like if there's somebody listening to this and is interested in taking on something like this do you have any advice for them anything you'd change to your approach um i don't know i didn't think that you know i could change my approach because the only thing i could really change was just drop out of school um <laughs> but don't uh drop out of school no ladies yeah, and don't have... drop out of school. <laughs> <laughs> school and watch a bunch of movies with your friends and you're fine nothing bad will happen to you <laughs> uh, i, I mean, did it you're doing i enjoyed it, it. was that 
Go oh, ahead, Jeff. If you want to smoke some pot while you're doing it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, it would have made 2001 a lot more enjoyable. Uh, <laughs> at least the last five minutes of it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I'm just proud that we got through it. And I mean, one of the things that me and Dave and Jim would always talk about is just, you know, let's keep going. I mean, there's no there's no point of stopping. We're always going to hang out and watch movies together. Might as well just yeah. do stuff off the list. We even and, added a movie just because it was a part two to one of the other movies. Yeah, we really enjoyed that. What was that? Um, that was the uh, Jean de Florette and Manon of the Spring. Yeah, Jean de Florette. That was really cool. Yeah, we had actually added one. Super yeah. sweet. All right. Yeah. And it was foreign and we added it. for Ven- Vendetta is on the new list. <laughs> what? The what? Dude, what? Uh, yeah, see. So uh, I have one more question, and this is just a basic preference for anybody that just wants to p- nitpick out of here. James, have you picked a favorite movie out of this out of this list that you caught? Um, the favorite for me doesn't have to be the number one. Like I know you're gonna try to format your format your list right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the apartment just because of the factor that it. I had no idea what it was and I enjoyed it that much. Right. All right, that's the wrong answer. Dave, what's your pick? Uh, actually, favorite. Uh, I'm trying to glance through to see which one pops out in my head, but yeah, something you like Lawrence of Arabia. Oh God! I slept in the movie. He still on when I yeah, I think Dave needs a makeup day and rewatch that movie. <laughs> that took a nap, but went to sleep. <laughs> yes, yeah. he woke up. It was still on. Yeah, yeah. I there was. Jeez. Uh, How about the Deer Hunter? Is that a good? Would you like the Deer Hunter? Ow. Mow. That is <laughs> that is one of the more memorable. One shot. Uh, one shot. That is one of the more memorable ones from the from the list. Is Deer Hunter? Yeah, I think Jim uh, really loved our uh, quote of. Uh, well, what was his friend so mad about? He saved 65% of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't just let Jarvin... Uh, this is funny that the three of us, all three of us watched 2001 Space Odyssey. And I don't know that any one of us particularly cared for it. So yeah, your I like experience with all of you simultaneously hating that movie as it, as it happened? Pretty Not much hating, it. but I thought I it was it. overrated for how everybody talked about it. Jar- Jarv has I, something to say. I, yeah, I probably liked it the most out of them, but I, I don't think I hate it or anything. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not my favorite Kubrick movie, but I didn't hate it. Hates a strong word. And it's we quote it constantly too, especially around Dave. <laughs> so Dave. Dave. this movie sucks, Dave. Dave, if you if you think of something, we'll come back to you. Jarv, do you yeah, I'm trying to stall. That uh, yeah. was your number one, or at least that popped out that as one of your favorites out of this whole list, just in case somebody yeah. has to just pick out. Yeah, I've, I've actually gone back and bought a few that I really enjoyed. Um, like I said, I already owned King Kong and Doctor Strangelove, but I picked up Casablanca and Rear Window, and my brother gave me a copy of North by Northwest. But one movie I really enjoyed that I would want to pick up was uh, Yo Jimbo. Yo Jimbo? I, really I was going to mention that because it's like right next to uh, yeah. Deer. It was funny because a movie similar to 2001 was uh, Seven Samurai. I really like Kiyosawa movies. I really liked Yo Jimbo and Ron, and I don't think any of us really liked Seven Samurai. It was way too long. I was gonna say I have Seven Samurai. I haven't watched it yet. I was there's like 13 different editions, and we had the longest edition. And I swear yeah. there's a, literally a 10 minute scene where there's a guy just watching the street as it rains. <laughs> yeah, it rains. Yep, yeah. just cut to rain. Cut back to the guy. Yeah. If we would have watched the edited version, I would have been fine with it. Cinema bitches. 10 minutes rain. It's building the it's building the tension. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. Awesome. Awesome. So did I ask yet? You know, like. Pretty much you guys, all happy with your decision, all happy you did this, and would recommend if people wanted to put together the two top 250 list on IMDb, although it's different now than your 2003 list, you'd generally recommend to do it. Yeah, so, I think yeah. it's a good a good If you've source. got 130 movies worth of hours for you to watch, right. at least. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure... I've got nine years, I can squeeze that many in. <laughs> Well, you heard it here. Top 250 IMDb list. That's where it's at. It's, it's I say, uh, I'm looking at this list. On the main side, it says IMDb bottom 100. I say we do that. <laughs> That's next. Me and Travis have probably seen a good Yeah. We've tried to. It's got to be near the bottom. Oh. You know what's funny is we looked at that list early on during this, and I think that we cleared a lot of them off. <laughs> like We probably cleared a good chunk. Well, you figure... People, they must be watched enough to the point where it's rated. Like, I don't know what their limits are on rating or what the minimums are. Yeah. Be popular enough to be rated low. So, a lot of these movies, yeah, at least they must have heard of. And I, we'll have to Super get babies, that, so. baby geniuses too. 
All right. So I guess um, that that will be it for the top 250 list. And if, I guess what we can do, we can post it, at least. I'll put it on the Gungapin. I'll put a link to it if people want to see the list of movies that you guys watched out of the top 250. We'll make sure people, uh, listeners, can get a hold of that if they want. That'll be at uh, Gungapin.com. And what uh, I have one other question for you, not related to the top 250 list, while I still have you guys here. Um, not in April, because there aren't that many good movies, but in May, there are a series of opportunities for a drunken feature. Um, we have four options. Wait, let's see. Yeah, four options. It's either Battleship, oh. and in Black 3, The Dick, oh, yeah. or The Avengers to get shit-faced and go see. What was the third one? The Dictator. The yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen movie. Yeah. Oh, that, I thought that already came out. It's, really? uh, it's next month. I okay. But yeah, out of those movies, what would you pick for a drunken feature? Because we need a Gungabit drunken feature again soon. And um, yeah, yeah, we do. For it. We totally do. Dave, what's your choice? Uh, out of those, I'm usually love to get drunk and see stupid action. So Battleship is probably my vote. <laughs> Battleship? <laughs> Number one. Gotta be Battleship. I know I'm not going to be there for it, but... Come on! <laughs> I don't know. I I almost wanted to like pick out a children's movie too, but there weren't uh there weren't that many options here. Are you see, being drunk when they throw out the you sunk my battleship because you know it's coming? <laughs> like, oh yeah. Being drunk when that happens and just shouting yeah is gonna be such a great theater experience. I don't know how you'd want to miss that. Like we could uh go get drunk and see Chernobyl Diaries. That's a horror, so we could we could do that too, but. Uh, Jarv, out of those four, what would you pick? Um, I would probably second Battleship because I doubt it's going to be a really huge opening. You know, yeah. uh, I really like the Avengers, so if you guys want to hear me spot out a bunch of comic bullshit drunk, <laughs> that's up to you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, it's totally inaccurate. Like, <laughs> yeah, did it happen like that? No, it's like throwing <laughs> shit at the screen. Um, that or uh, Battleship or uh, Men in Black Three, just because. I don't know. The first one was okay, and the no, second I, one was terrible. I should mention Lady Gaga is in Men in Black 3. I just want to throw that out there. just want to throw that out there. Am um, I going to throw a twist, and she's not going to be an alien? Yeah. She's the queen alien. You know it. Um, <laughs> the only problem with that is Moonrise Kingdom comes out the same weekend as Men in Black 3, so I, we're going to have to see that for sure. Not drunk, but... What the fuck is Moonrise Kingdom? Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's a Wes Anderson yeah, movie. Never mind. Come Sorry. on. Come on. I'm trying to keep up here. Trying to keep <laughs> Got up. It. Um, so, putting that behind us, let's get through some movie reviews. Dave and Jarv, if you Can we uh, do a real quick Hollywood hoopla? Uh, yeah. Real, uh, I'm going to say the rest of the name because I want it to be that quick. How about that we now, in our time, have the biggest flop ever? Oh, you're talking about the Mirror Mirror? Or are you talking about John something? Carter. Oh, John Carter. John yeah. Carter. John Carter's Ooh, lost more yeah. million. More, they expect to lose $200 million on this movie. And what's big flop ever. And they planned on it being like a film franchise, and it's going nowhere. And it's right. nobody fucking knew what the movie was about. Like, John Carter makes no sense, and the previews made zero sense if you happen to see it, which was rare. Um, I don't know. I uh, I think they just mishandled it on the marketing side, period. Um, it's it didn't seem epic at all, and it's supposed to be a pretty cool story. Like it's an ancient, yeah, it's um, old it's story, ancient love story, intergalactic style, and all you get out of the previews was gladiator on Mars. Like, yeah, <laughs> like literally, that's what you get, and it's I uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I feel bad for everybody involved, and that chick's really hot in it, but you know. yeah, I, she won't land on her feet. <laughs> um. Yes. On her back, maybe. Oh, wait. yeah. Oh. <laughs> so is this the reason why comic books cost three ninety nine for Marvel? Right. Back that fucking movie. Shit. Man. Like right. I, I don't know where they're making like bringing the money back for that, but they're, they it's must Disney. Be... They they shit money at Disney. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was watching uh, CNBC at work, and uh, they're freaking out about it, wondering what it would do to them. I'm like, probably not much. Yeah, probably Disney. nothing. Right. Two hundred million. Yeah. That's other than being an awkward statistic for him, it's not going to do much right. to him. It's a blemish, and that's it. Yeah, the Avengers... we'll release Bambi five and be okay. They're going to spend <laughs> yeah million on the Avengers and still. They might have to go look in an old coat and find two hundred million dollars <laughs> in pocket. <laughs> oh, uh, Jimmy, so it was based Lots on an old story. Fun. So is that true? Like it was an old book or something? Yeah, it was an old comic way back in the day. Come on, like, Josh. way back. It was like a pulp comic. Okay. I didn't know anything about it. I was kidding. Yeah. I just saw yeah, like, like some... a dude pushing a rock on every website I went to. 
It's a I forget if it was like a, I think it was an American Revolution soldier and he gets sent out there somehow. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's old school. It's, it's a precursor to everything. That's why no one knows anything oh, about yeah. it. No, well, yeah, and they didn't do any kind of ad campaign until like a week before. They like, okay. No, so- I, saw, I saw tons of shit for it. It just didn't look good. It looked terrible. Yeah. It doesn't explain itself or anything, yeah. Saw it at the school, and that was it for me. And it was a terrible title for it, too. I mean, because isn't isn't there a a Stallone movie called Get Carter, and his name's John Carter? Right, yeah. Seems like a dumb action name. Like, they changed Push to Precious. I mean... They should have changed up the title and people would have... They should have called it, like, Twilight or something. Right, like... It, it, great. Twilight 5. <laughs> yeah, Twilight 5 on Mars. Um, Mission to Mars. Apparently the... Uh, and I'm stealing a joke here, but the, the true part is that apparently the um, the original title of, like, the comic or whatever is The Princess of Mars. Right. But Disney didn't want to... Um, to like make it like specifically marketed towards women because it's not like a super girly story. So they marketed it, uh, or they, they call it John Carter so that they weren't marketing it towards anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but no, the, the part about princess of Mars is actually true. Uh, yeah, they it's, yeah, it's amazing. And again, I, I just think on a marketing side, they blew it. Like I haven't seen the movie. Maybe I should go see it and see how awesome it is. But it's just, it's been a lot, like, the whole part has been non-informative and it almost misleading into what it's about. And... Biggest flop ever doesn't make me want to see it either. Like, I'm not I'm not rushing out to go get Ishtar either. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder hey, if that's drunk, why they're playing Water Let's go do a drunken feature there. and catch John Carter. It'll yeah. probably be funny. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really funny to drunk Mason. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to do some kind of serious analysis. We'll have to <laughs> John Carter, what it really means. What, what it's really about. Fashion. John Carter sounds like a like a new kids on the block or what is it, InSync type kid. Yeah? I don't know. It's their street yeah. name. That's what it is. It's well, Haley's like a big bold sans serif, so there's like no style to it. It's just like block letters, John Carter. Like, okay. John. The dude pulling a rock. That's all you can see. And like some aliens behind him. And yeah. that, that part when he's in the arena. It's like, okay, he's surrounded by aliens. That's blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a boring fight, and then you watch a guy pulling rocks. No thanks. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> if I want fun, something I want boring and meaningless, I've got my life. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, all right. Enough about John Carter. We uh limited time here on the movie hour. We can't waste everybody's time. At least not uh at least not mine. It's precious. I can. My time. Yes. But uh let's get through some movie reviews. Dave and Jarv, uh please stick around and we can uh we'll you can make tons of funny jokes at Jim's terrible review and uh we'll go on from there. So James, uh movie review time. Um yeah, I saw a few this week actually. Um one of them was the children's movie Atlantis that I'll spare everybody's review for. Uh, I did see Game Change on HBO. Now that we have HBO, three months free, just so we can you know partake in Game of Thrones viewing. So, which was a, an awesome move, but a decent yes. a decent start to the next season. Yeah. Uh, so Game Change, um, it was good. Um, great performances in it. Um, I ended up when I was done with it, I ended up feeling bad for Sarah Palin. Um, because in the movie they have her come off as a pretty good person, but who is just way over her head on the national stage of campaigning. She's used to the local markets and that stuff like that. And so, I mean, I'm not biased one way or another towards the political party. So I'm kind of a neutral party in this, I think. And I know, you know, the Republicans are going to say, call bullshit to it. And the Democrats are going to say, you know, everything's perfect on it. But, uh, there are some interesting parts where, uh, she is portrayed as a little catatonic even after her bad interview with what's her face? I forget her name. Katie Couric. Carrie, yes, thank you, Katie Couric. She pretty much just starts or stops interacting with people and they're trying to prep her for her next stuff and she just doesn't even respond to them, just staring out into space. And then there's other parts where she starts to hit her stride again and she just starts becoming power hungry and just starts doing whatever she wants regardless of what McCain wants her to do as a running mate, that sort of thing. So I don't know how much of this is true and I don't know whose point of view this uh, source material came from, so I don't know any of that. But you know, as a neutral party, I thought she came off pretty good considering how bad her normal persona have is. Have you and... have you seen a lot of her? Like you've seen the Katie Couric interview, or at least like, I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything. Okay, you haven't seen oh, sound wow. bites of her. Or anything. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just know like the pop 
the pop culture side of Sarah Palin. I'd You've say. seen Tina Fey, Sarah Palin. I've seen Tina Fey, and I've seen Sarah Palin do like you know bits and pieces here and there. Okay. Wow. Yeah, because I I don't know how she could be smarter than a rock in any way compared to like her sound bites and I, yeah like, like they show her prepping for uh you know um, world politics and they're telling her that you know the queen is not the powerful person in England they're telling her you know like over stuff, and over again yeah like yeah. they're doing you know eighth grade world history stuff with her and stuff like that Jeff so, you saw, it's well yeah I, I saw it as well and I really liked it um it's based on a book by a pretty uh pretty the, the name escapes me but a pretty serious reporter that dealt with a lot of the um or a couple of them I guess that dealt with um the the, the campaigns and actually of, yeah. um there was a lot of stuff in the book about the Edwards campaign as well and that that's kind of interesting and the, the Obama campaign and you know other things as well but um but uh, yeah, I, I mean, some of the stuff that wasn't in the movie that was in the book was equally damning of Sarah Palin, like that she thought Africa was a country, not a continent and stuff like that. I mean, there were some really, really bad stuff. And I mean, it was serious journalism, what this guy was doing. So, I mean, either call him a, like, I mean, I guess the thing is, like, as far as is she dumb, either this guy's a liar or she's dumb. Right. And um, dumb's not the right word, but completely um, ignorant. Yeah, Uned- she's yeah, just uneducated. Knows ignorant. nothing about this stuff. Right. Yeah. God. So, uh, yeah. I like the movie. I thought Woody Harrelson was phenomenal. Yeah, and Woody I thought Julianne good. Moore was really good as well. Who is, uh, what's Woody's role in this? He's, He's the, the campaign, campaign manager. manager. Yeah, okay. campaign manager. That's awesome. That seems really cool. I'm, I'm becoming, like... I've never really had a problem with Woody Harrelson, but the roles he's been picking in the last, like, five, six years has just been awesome. Yeah, he's really had a resurgence here. Uh, yeah, it's it's been pretty much downhill since he played uh, Munson, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he's he's done a little upswing. A little upswing. <laughs> he's um, nothing better than. But, yeah, the uh, the other movie that I caught was uh, actually in theaters right now. It's uh, Wrath of the Titans. Um, Super awesome. Yeah, real quick synopsis. Um the people of the world are starting to not believe in gods and not pray as much. So the gods are starting to lose their power. And what that means is a lot of the evils they were holding at bay are starting to get free. And so random creatures are popping out, that sort of thing. The big one being their father, Kronos, the badass Titan that uh, just hates everyone basically, basically. And they've got him imprisoned. And if they lose enough power, they're, Kronos is just going to wreak havoc on the world because he doesn't care for it. So Zeus appeals to Perseus to come join the fight, and you know the the big saga begins. Um, as you already know, this movie has no substance whatsoever. It's all based <laughs> on the style of the violence and the fighting and that sort of stuff. And in that respect, it was just kind of okay. There was nothing great about it. They just threw more famous creatures at you, like the Cyclops and the Chimera, that sort of thing. Uh, all these special effects were very lava heavy. Everything had to do with lava, <laughs> and just like okay, enough. You're of the in lava. the lava world. Lava, yeah, basically. Lava's the new slime, dude. Yeah, it's in. It was, well, it was lava's testing huge in this audience. <laughs> yes. So, Kids love uh, lava. I see you got hydra this... in there. Throw some lava. Throw some <laughs> yeah. lava. Everybody shot lava or oozed lava or they lived in lava, something. But uh, there's a really weird scene with um, them having to go through a maze to get to the underworld where Cronus uh, was being held and it was it was like this Rubik's cube of buildings that like continuously moved walls and floors and they dodged stuff and it was pretty annoying but uh yeah just <laughs> overall just even for a generic action film not all that great man that's uh, so upsetting. You know, it's weird i saw on the side of a bus that it was even better than the first um it might have been thought, a little thought, better thought, than the first i thought weird was that they said even yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be the weird part. But I'll give him one thing: they didn't. They were good about the fight scenes, as far as like they were backed up enough where you could see what was going on. So at least they had that going for it, which a lot of movies don't. Interesting, interesting. I'm looking at all kinds of. I'm looking at comparisons between the uh, the old one and the new one. Just uh, looking at a couple things. Looking at the girls that were involved. I noticed that uh, Andromeda changed uh, female roles. They ended up. Uh, Alexa Davalos was the first Andromeda. Apparently, she wasn't oh, fit for the second. I didn't even realize they were supposed to be the same person. Yep. That's how utterly that's, enthralled that was. <laughs> that's, how, that's how enthralled <laughs> I was with this movie. Um, so, very upsetting that Wrath of the Titans was not super awesome. Um, I had also caught a movie 
uh, over the week. Also another one that's uh, recently released, 21 Jump Street, which is nice. right, up, right up James Alley. Right yes. up James Alley, 21 Jump And I unfortunately weren't there because I know you could tell the way they designed a couple of the shots that they were references to the old 21 Jump Street, but they were just completely lost on me because I don't remember. I've seen like four episodes. So uh, I wouldn't, okay. been, I wouldn't have, to- have been able to notice either. Okay. So. Yeah, you were probably too old when it came out. Um, too old. <laughs> too old. <laughs> too old. Too old. Uh, but um, sort of like Wrath of the Titans, 21 Jump Street's nowhere. It's pretty much exactly what you'd expect going into it. It's uh, The movie's directed by uh, the duo Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who are only known for like two things one uh directing cloudy and a chance of meatballs and then doing a slate of like how i met your mother episodes i think they did like 18 or 19 of them or something but um kind of kind of interesting but anyways uh movie stars your boys well nobody's boy i don't think jonah hill channing tatum uh play the the two main cops and they get through the primary like the very beginning very they go through it very quickly where they show them in high school when they're kids uh, they're not friends. They meet up in uh, academy together, police academy. They become friends because one's good and strong at like athletics. The other one's smart. Joan Hill being the smart one. Um, so Thanks they, for that up. Yeah, not a problem. They, uh, <laughs> you see, yeah, you yep. see this. <laughs> you see this all in the trailer, pretty much. <laughs> they become quick friends. They end up graduating, and they end up being park cops for the first two minutes of the movie and make an arrest on a, uh, some biker gang people that ended up having like Coke on them. The story from there is they end up getting disciplined and ended up the department sends them to 20 on 21 jump street to be involved in this new, this new, uh, initiative, or at least bringing back a new initiative that they're going to go undercover in high school. You know, the story, um, <laughs> Couple, couple of things I want to bring up. It, in general, I liked it. It's like I, like I mentioned before, it's exactly what we expected. A couple of good laughs. There are some references to the Twenty One Jump Street, which I know I didn't catch, but you could tell their references. Um, one, I'm going to start with the one big thing that bothered me, which because it was in the beginning, I'm going to do it sort of chronologically here. In the beginning, they get in trouble because they arrest this guy. It's their first arrest. They arrest him. He's got coke on him. Awesome. They got him. They got him right where they need him, but they don't read him his Miranda rights. So. They hands up going loose, and usually I wouldn't give shit about it. It's a movie, I understand, but they end up making like a thirty minute deal about how they didn't read this guy his Miranda rights and he's gonna go free because of it. And it just bothers me because I know they don't need to read him his Miranda rights, like in real life. I was gonna say, <laughs> and yeah, but, yeah. It, it just pisses because all like they arrest him and he doesn't read him his Miranda rights, but they're not questioning him or anything. And later on they say, oh, you didn't read him his Miranda rights, he goes free, and it just. Oh, just so I could that part pissed me off. But anyways, anybody that is also sensitive to that look out. But if you can get past that, you get a the one kind of interesting thing they do is when they were in high school in the very beginning of the movie, uh, Channing Tatum's the jock, obviously Jonah Hill's the egghead. And when they go back to high school, the whole there's a relationship involving that uh, Channing Tatum's going to be the cool track jock kid and he's going to get in with those guys and Jonah Hill is going to be the smart kid and he's going to get in with the chem students and whatever. And they're going to find who's making this drug and giving them to kids. But in the very beginning, when they meet the principal, they get their identity switched. So Jonah Hill has to go to all the stupid classes and the jock classes and Channing Tatum has to go to all the smart classes and they throw them into a fish out of water situation. And it produces some laughs. It's not bad. Like for this movie, it's expected. Um, there's no super great roles in this. Uh, there are a couple supporting actors that are worth a mention. Uh, Rob Riggle plays a big role in this. Uh, he's the principal. He right? actually is. He's like a chem teacher, but he's also like the track coach or something. Gotcha. Um, what else was going to say? Uh, Brie Larson plays one of the high school students that Jonah Hill ends up having some kind of infatuation with, who I have some a, a small crush on. She's super super cute. Um, also. Uh, there, what is that chick's name? Uh, Ellie Kemper plays one of Channing Tatum's teachers, who's also funny. She's from Bridesmaids. Um, so her and her and Rob Riggle do provide some decent comedy help to this. And in general, it's not a bad movie. Um, you're gonna pay for exactly what you saw in the trailer, and there are decent, a couple decent jokes in it. When I compare it to, like, I try to always compare comedies like this, like that are out of the blue, I don't know much about, to Hangover. And I don't know if that's fair at all, but 
it doesn't compare to Hangover at all. But it's uh, it's a decent movie. Not bad. Worse. Worse. How was the uh, uh, the Johnny Depp cameo? Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Depp makes a cameo. And by the way, there's he makes. Ooh, a cameo. So does Holly Robinson. Yeah, there, I was gonna say there are a couple showings here where you could tell it's like okay i'm supposed to know that person or because you can tell it's way out of place and they just sort of throw it in there johnny depps makes an appearance as an undercover cop um and another person does too another guy i don't know if they were actual partners in the original show i don't know if you can find his list on there but uh, don rickles kids or not rickles um sailor is his partner right it, well, yeah, it's his partner in this movie. I don't know if it was his partner back on the show of 21 Jump Street, so I don't know if you can find yeah. um, uh, The people on 21 Jump Street? Man, it's, yeah, Richard Grieco. He's in it, too, it looks like. Peter okay. Deloise, Johnny right. Depp, and Holly Robinson. Those are the four main ones. Yeah, they are They are in undercover at the end. They both like reveal themselves as, as cops, and you know, like a scene happens with them, and it's not bad. It's, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know, kind of throwaway, but it's, uh, it's a movie. It's not bad, and uh, I wouldn't spend ten bucks on it. But it's uh, if you get drunk and go see it with your friends, I'm sure you'll have a good time. But move yeah. past it. Move past it. It's uh. That's funny because I was gonna be mine and Dana's like impromptu drunken feature. She's like, "Do you want to see a movie?" And I'm like, "Sure." And I'm like, "Ooh, Twenty One Jump Street. Let's go get some beer." Yeah, it's like I would have out. a beer. Yeah, I would have a beer or two before seeing it. But it's it's not bad. And I went like I ended up going by myself, and it, I had a decent time. It wasn't wasn't a problem. But uh. Yeah, so movie reviews in the past. Jarv, Dave, you didn't have anything you want to talk about in the movie review section? You had? No, I mean, right. other than, yeah. No. Other than super awesome game change? Um, yeah, that's so, a game change. Um, so yeah, uh, Dave, you're still there, right? You're still alive? Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I don't have any problem. movie. All the I don't movies wanna... I saw, everybody's already seen and yeah. don't really need to hear about. So No worries. I hear you're watching Van Helsing. I'm sure that's a trial, so get through that, and we'll talk later about it. And, um... Right, I so can talk to you about it right now. I've seen that movie like ten times. So let's get to the Parker Posey play along, uh, the part of the show. Bring up a question on the show, and everybody else has to answer it. Uh, the question last week, which I'll cruise through, was uh, what fairy tale or children's story do you think is uh, prime for a more like mature adaptation? Uh, which is a super badass question. Didn't get many answers. The one. I was going to mention KPWs, who she probably won't listen to this because she's on uh, she's on vacation right now. But she uh, brought up Rose Red, which I actually had to uh, like I'd heard it before, but I wanted to look in some of the storyline of her. It's not made up. I, I don't I don't believe in it. <laughs> it is. Uh, I disbelieve. Based, based on based on the story fairy tale of uh, Snow White, the original was actually Snow White and Rose Red. The characters were created then, and then the brothers Grimm brought up. Uh, more snow white tales and uh yeah very interesting but uh all fairy tales are completely badass and i'm telling you we're going to see more and more of them in the theater so get ready for it uh so that question was up at the boards and jeff's new question will also be there jeff what is the parker Posey play along for this week all right this one's 100 percent subjective um and... <laughs> bullshit perfect. there's an answer perfect i'm gonna find it <laughs> So, I mean, by which I mean, you kind of have to figure out what the, uh, like, what your own criteria are going to be as well. Um, but what I want is the most underrated movie. The mm. most underrated movie. What is the most underrated movie? Other than Van Helsing. Okay. Um, exactly properly rated at Gutter. <laughs> wow. Most underrated movie. Well, so I take it this is going to get us all laughed at a lot yeah. when we start mentioning movies. Right. Well, yeah. I. It took me a while to come up with a good one. Um, I came. This, rarely I do. I come up with the question first. Usually I come up with the, the question second. I just think of a movie and go, "What question can I ask about that movie?" Um, so uh, this one, I thought and thought and thought. And I realized that in the conversation of, like, great movies that everybody loves, the movie The Game would never come up, but it's a badass fucking movie. Everything about that movie is fucking sweet. I love that movie. It's hard to... Yeah, it's hard to figure out the underrated part, because, like, I think between our friends, I think The Game, we all like. We all really like. But between the general populace, like, probably, probably not. I, uh, I'm sort of, I was sort of thinking around more on the, like my friends, my group of friends situation. Cause 
the first thing that popped in my head was Ghostbusters 2, because nobody, <laughs> nobody likes sequels. Again, I probably love Ghostbusters 2. And Ghostbusters 2 is awesome. They're like it's the Scalari Brothers. Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Not a chance, dude. It is so great. Ghostbusters 2 is awesome. But the best part of Ghostbusters 2 comes at the very end, where Bill Murray says, if you had brain one, <laughs> and that... And that Huge <laughs> melon, that's, and that's the only. Really no, funny no, part. not a chance, dude. Not a <laughs> chance. All right, so hold on. That I think that's gonna be my answer, but and that's a good one because not only are do my friends underrate it, but I think the general populace also forgot about that movie. Um, if I were to pick just movie, you're in the one percent on that. The movie, <laughs> yeah, I, you are the one. We, movies. I don't know, man. Like, I wanted to pick even more, like a more classic, which I know is hilarious, but not many people have seen. Like, if I went that route, like I could pick like a like the the parody of like a Top Secret or something like that. Like, I don't think many people have seen that, but it's completely hilarious and awesome. But I know all my friends. Yeah, because I'm not gonna do that. I'm I'm gonna friends. think of like people who've seen it but don't give it enough credit. Right. I think That's is right. the way which I'm. Is why, which is why I'm saying subjective because this is gonna mean something different. I'm gonna choose right. not to define it. That's fine. Um. Hmm. So, I'm go- I'm I'm sticking with my guns. Ghostbusters two, everybody dislikes. I think it's awesome. I'm not going with the the definition of nobody's seen it because I think a lot of people have seen Ghostbusters two and it's really never. Unfortunately, yeah. Shot it. Seriously. Shot it. What about Caddyshack two? The Caddyshack. Yeah! <laughs> Caddyshack two is a bad movie. That's why yeah. we don't give you a microphone? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess uh, James Jarv, Dave, if you guys have an answer, jump up because I'm sure somebody doesn't. I have an answer. It's probably you want not. Me to give you the... some time. Yeah. Give you some buffer. <laughs> a fluffer? What? <laughs> a fluffer. Fluffer? <laughs> yeah. If you've got yours, go ahead. Um, mine's not like maybe a, a general movie like for everything, but mine's for like a specific director. I think uh, Kevin Smith gets shit on a lot for Jersey Girl. Okay. And me and Dana were at we saw him live like talking, and even he, he like shits on the movie. And I don't think it's that bad. I don't know. I mean, it's it was it was cool because he did something out of the realm of what his usual movies are. Even though there's like Kevin Smith moments in it. You know, and George Collin, isn't it? Which is Wait, really it was cool. pretty much like when he tried to change it up, he ended up going to Jersey Girl and then everybody shot yeah. him. It's different. Well, I think yeah. also because it was like that whole tornado of just Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck and all this like bullshit that kind of like swept up with it. Right. But I mean, it's like a, it's kind of a generic-ish kind of romantic comedy, but it's a good generic-ish romantic comedy. I really enjoy it. You yeah. know, and I feel like it's very, especially in the Kevin Smith world, I think it's weird because his fans like will just, call him like fat and say his movie sucked like right to his face and it was like really weird like being there people like oh yeah i love all your movies except for jersey girl fucking blue (laughs) like it's not that bad it wasn't like he made geely or something like crazy like that that's that's a that's an okay one i guess so according to jared the most underrated movie ever is jersey girl he was picking it based on i know i know i couldn't because all i have in front of me is the movies that we watched i'm just like uh i don't want to pick one off this list (laughs) 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 so come on the talk to her is a highly underrated movie yeah any movie with a seven foot vagina is awesome i mean i don't I have a terrible, like, I've always been told I have a terrible taste in movies, so pretty much anything I like is underrated in my mind, so. <laughs> you guys are all fools! Yeah. Who told you that? You have great taste in movies, Jared. <laughs> yeah, you should see our media closet. I have all the crap movies, and Jim has all the good movies. Like, the, you could easily go, and this is back to the other interpretation of the question, is you could easily go with a, a movie like Primer, that no, like, it's a good movie. It's right, a, that no one's seen, no one's yeah. seen it, but... Yeah, uh, I, I think I'm. I think I like the definition of just a, a lot of people have seen it and just dislike it. Um. So yeah, I'm struggling to come up with a better one. So I guess I'm just gonna throw this one out here. I'm gonna go with the movie Seven. I think a lot of people. Yeah, I think a lot of Double people. Double David kinda... Fincher going on right now. <laughs> That's true. Double, yeah, David, Double David Fincher. I think it kind of gets lost in the shuffle a lot with all the dark movies of that time period and i don't think it gets enough credit i always thought it was really good um starts off with a bang with and uh just keeps going from there just a very weird gruesome you know killing you can think of basically and uh 
just I like the fact that the bad guy pretty much achieves his goal at the end, and I think that's get gets lost in the shuffle as well. Mm, underrated. Jumanji also did come out in 1995, and that movie was completely badass and also underrated, right, guys? Um, (laughs) Well, I think I can agree with Jim because a lot of people saw Seven through other people. Like, I never saw it in the theater. It was always like, you know, my big brother was like, hey, you gotta see this movie. It's crazy. You know? That's true. I don't think I ended up seeing Seven in theater, but, you know, Jim was 90 back then and I was like 10. So that was kind of. (laughs) Wow. So, so what is our definition of underrated? It's Whatever yours. you want it to be. Underrated definition is Batman Forever. It's <laughs> One thing that popped in my head only because of the box office, but not afterward, was Fight Club. Okay. So you're yeah, that was a I don't think it did very well at the box office. Nobody heard of it. No, the movie yeah. that I talk to people a lot now that I swear they haven't even seen and give not much credit to is Gone with the Wind. It's actually a really good movie. I know it made like a jillion dollars back in the day. I was going to say, how could that... It's hard to say that Gone with the Wind is underrated. Like no, but if you talk to like the coming up generations, they don't. They could give two shits about it. I don't oh. even know if most people have even seen it. I, I, Jim hasn't seen it. I'd say he was—he was around when that movie was made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an extra in the movie, and I haven't seen it. Jim, Jim, yeah, Jim was actually credited in that movie as middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> I was the source material. Uh, but no, I would—I mean, based on like box office, and I had never heard of it. I mean, I think Fight Club is underrated by a lot of people. Like we love it in our group, but how many people outside of our group love Fight Club? It's number eight on the IMDb top uh, 250 right now. Just, just it's number what? I think it's number eight. Wow. Well, then I have just shitty answers. <laughs> I think Jeff just proved why me and Dave have just now made our appearance on the podcast. Well, he, I'm gonna go with Kevin Smith with, films. With going going with his criteria, he's actually right. By box office, it made 37. Oh, by, yeah, made by 37. box office, it, it did terrible. Yeah, yeah even it was enough a, to pay for the movie. Yeah, it was a video hit. It wasn't a, a theater hit. Yeah, that same thing with uh, Days and Confused. Days and Confused is the same way. Nobody saw it in the theater, and then all of a sudden, everyone watched it when it came yeah. out on video. Isn't there like a DVD, like on a Blu-ray joke, where when you put the Blu-ray in, it's actually a, a Drew Barrymore movie that came out right when that movie came out, and like blew it away or something like that? Isn't that like the big funny thing? Did that? Yeah. I don't know. Wow. I, I had not heard that. Yeah. I don't, Wait, I what? What's the joke? It's that it was a, there's a um, when you put the Blu-ray in, I think it's like a different title. It's the actually like a Drew Barrymore movie, <laughs> Never Been Kissed or something like super like that. And there was some like a back and forth. And it was like because of the box office or something happened. Like that movie came out in the same weekend. That's all. I think destroyed it, and nobody knows anything about this Drew Barrymore movie. You know, Drew Barrymore movie anymore. And you know, uh, just shocking people. Such a huge cult classic. You know. Dave, I agree with your answer based on the criteria that you've put forth. You win. Congratulations. Right. Well, I suppose another answer could be, uh, I don't know, this is sort of along the comic book lines, but I really like the movie Hellboy. I don't think uh, it gets enough credit. I think part two gets more credit than the first one, and I don't like the second one. It shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first one's better, for sure. And I don't think a lot of people have seen. Yeah, that's another. I don't situation. think they really make their way out to see the first Hellboy. I just well, think like Hellboy was similar to Fight Club. It was a big DVD, you know, HBO hit. Because I remember, I, you know, I didn't read any of Mike McNola's work before, you know, I saw Hellboy and I saw it on DVD. Yeah, it's. I think a lot of us have gone with different interpretations. Of this I'm I'm going with the a lot of people saw it didn't like it. We've got the people that nobody saw it, and then the. It didn't make any money at the theater, but then tons of people saw it afterwards. Uh, all renditions of that. But, right. Fantastic answers and a fantastic question. Jeff, uh, one last time, what uh, what is our Parker Posey for this week? What's the most underrated movie? All right. Leaving it wide open for anybody, anybody to uh, interpret, including the Pope. If the Pope's listening to this, you can interpret any way you want. And, uh, yeah, the question will be at theboardsgunkabit.com. Also on the Movie Hour page on Facebook. James, Jeff, uh, another one in the bag. Thanks for uh, the input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Boom shakalot. <laughs> Dave Jarve, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know it was the first time and five people on the show at once other than the Family Feud episode. Thanks for being a part of it. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks for having me. 
Take care, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Hope you're taking an easy, happy Easter. The Benicio Del Toro's Neighbor to Toro Movie Hour. See you next time. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Going, going to old school today. I am drinking relatively heavily. It's a rough day. Rough day at work. Scotch with scotch. Scotch. <laughs> no, it's uh, whiskey with Diet Coke. But <laughs> Okay. I'm Marisa, not, so said that, um, that hers was Gattaca. I was like, Gattaca? Wow. Gattaca. You know what's... That movie is weird, and I'm sure it's underrated, but the, the part at the end where... What are the two guys in that? Uh, Jude Law lights himself yeah. on... Like, he kills himself and decides to burn himself up. Like, if right. I'm off myself, at least, like, I'm going to shoot myself in the head and then, like, oh, have the... Self-immolation, man. Yeah. Well, not self-immolation, but rocket immolation. Right. How do you light yourself on fire just nonchalant like that? Well, he didn't light himself on fire. I mean, I feel like... I feel like rocket fuel's gotta kill you pretty fucking fast, honestly. Like, it, it, it better. Like <laughs> 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 hey, so this up. You're so right. The, the Fight Club Blu-rays. Um, they start like when you put the Blu-ray in, it starts off with like a never been kissed, uh, <laughs> which is fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. You need, to, you need to add that to the podcast so people who listen are like, ah, Josh was shitting in. Yeah. Talking about, the <laughs> Talk about a wrong movie. He watches Moulin Rouge and fucks up the movie night. <laughs> we totally ruined it for us, sure. I'm Greg Maloney, your host for tonight. Joining me for this epic event today is uh, my brother James. And uh, let me do that again. Okay. Welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> yeah. I you guys haven't been to time to before. This is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the show.